listen while you list. VMRN. Voice Marketing Radio Network. Welcome to eBay Radio's top-rated seller hour with your host, Griff. And this segment is brought to you by Terapeak eBay Market Research to increase your online sales. If you're not familiar yet with eBay guides and reviews, you're missing out on one of eBay's most powerful and multifunctional tools. Both reading them and writing them can really pay off, and Google loves them, by the way. Here now to explain how to profit from guides and reviews or reviews and guides is top 5,000 reviewer Becky Jones. She's known on eBay as Jones Antiques. That's all one word. Becky, for those who may not be familiar with eBay's guides and reviews, please tell us what they are. I discovered them a number of years ago, and they're basically a way for a seller to share their expertise with the community. Um, I happen to know a lot about little tiny things from Germany, little tiny antique things, so I decided to sit down one day and write a guide. And as that's been picked up across Google and across all these different uh, web platforms, originally it was just intended for eBay, but it gets picked up on Google and it actually brings customers that are not normally eBay-related to my store. Well, how many eBay guides have you written? <laughs> Quite a few. Seven or eight, I think. What's your most popular? Probably the one about polishing silver. Oh, tell us. Many years ago, back in the 1980s, that'll give you some idea of how old I am, um, there was a thing as seen on TV, and it was this metal aluminum thing, and you could put your silver on it and pour hot water on it and add baking soda, and it instantly cleans your silver, and it was horrendously expensive. And then a lot of people figured out that layers of foil paper work just as well. And so seven layers of foil paper and put your silver on there and sprinkle it with baking soda and pour hot water on it, and you have instantly bright and shiny silver. Mm. Um, I have a friend that was involved in the museums, and she said, oh, she said, we do that all the time. That's how we clean our silver here at the museums, because it's safe for any kinds of stones, for uh, even the soft stones like pearl and turquoise. Oh, I didn't see this. So aside. you cover it, so, you, so I have this little silver chalice. All right. Uh-huh. How, how little? It's pretty, it's, well, you know, about six feet. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> six inches tall, probably. Maybe eight inches tall. Yeah. You know. And now you have to give me goblet. back your, your, your depth perception card. Oh my God. It's a goblet. Okay. A goblet. Okay. And, and it's sterling silver. So you're saying I wrap it in tin foil? Mm-hmm. No. You have to find a plastic container big enough to hold it. And it has to be plastic. It can't be metal. And you line that container with um, foil with seven layers of foil, shiny side down, and then poke holes in the foil so that when you add the water, the foil doesn't float to the top. Uh, put your goblet in it and lay it down, and then boil enough water so that it's going to completely cover it. When you've got enough hot water, you pour it into the plastic container, and then just sprinkle in a little baking soda, and it will it'll bubble and boil up, and it'll just instantly turn it bright and shiny. So you have a guide written about that. I didn't know I this. I do. I do. And it's my phrase, museum method. And that's how I know when that it's gotten copied all over the Internet. Oh, so <laughs> you... I see somebody that refers to the museum method for cleaning silver, I'm like, oh, you got that for me. Okay, so, so museum method, M-E-T method. Museum method for cleaning silver. For cleaning, okay. Uh-huh. 
for cleaning silver. Okay. Here we go. Right. It's a little bitty guide. It's not very long, but oh, it's uh, your guide! How cool! <laughs> That's what. Yeah, of course. I know, right? Museum method for cleaning silver. eBay. If you f- first, it tells a little something about it, and then you can click on your your guide. You know, it sounds like you're making a kind of a makeshift battery in there. I wonder if it produces electricity. <laughs> it's it's it weird. Isn't I it? don't know. I don't know because you definitely smell the sulfur when it. Um, I mean, it has kind of a rotten egg smell if it's if what you're cleaning is really tarnished. But yeah. um, I just sent my granddaughter 22 pounds of silver-plated flatware that I have collected over the years, and I was giving to her, and I cleaned it all for her before I sent it to her, and I cleaned 22 pounds of flatware in about two hours. <gasps> so, what kind of plastic thing That's are you fantastic. pouring hot? boiling water into um i went to the dollar store and just bought one of those cheap you know the plastic storage bins Mm -hmm. sure yeah 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 i just take the lid off and line that with foil paper and um when i put flat when you put flatware down you can't it can't touch each other it's got to have its own little space okay but i can get a lot of flatware in one of those hanger boxes and when you line it do you put foil on the bottom as well or just the sides no, you don't even put it on the sides. I'm sorry, I'm not making that clear. No. I just lay, I take seven layers of foil paper on the bottom. On the bottom. And it's oh. side, on the just bottom. On the bottom and, it's shine, oh. and it's just, and it's shiny side down and it's seven layers. And then I just lay my flatware on top of that. Yeah, it doesn't have to come up the sides. Oh, okay. And then That's, you pour uh, yeah, the boiling water in there? Mm-hmm. Once I've laid my flatware in there, then I just pour the boiling water on it. And then I sprinkle it with the um, baking soda. Baking soda. Yeah. Wow! And you know what you can do after your silver is all shiny? You pour off the liquid, and you and it makes a nice broth. I don't the, like, even go soup. there. Somebody <laughs> will do so. that. I know. don't think so. Don't try that. <laughs> so why should a seller bother becoming in it? Well, first of all, before we go to that, I wrote one guide. Okay, and I I don't I may not have. Uh, put the right title in so your title is specifically so it will be picked up by google right you know i didn't intend it that way because when i first wrote it uh, i started out on ebay in 2001 and i so google was not that big a deal in 2001 and but i've always tried to keep things simple and keep it to the point and somehow that simple what I think of as, as simple and direct, how to clean silver, Google thinks that's pretty simple, too. And so people that search for how to clean silver, oh. that's what comes up. Of course, yes. That makes that makes a lot of sense. You want to title it using the most likely phrase that somebody mm-hmm. would use to search for that information. I'm going to change my title. So how does one become an expert, Becky? Becky, how does one become an expert? <laughs> yeah, you better re- you better rephrase. I want to be an expert. I want to be a Becky, and I want to be a good one. I'm really old. <laughs> no, I, is that what we have to do? I, is get older? No. Well, that it doesn't hurt. Uh, it's got to be good for something, right? Yeah. Well, it's inevitable. No, I, pretty much. When um, when I first started selling on eBay, I realized that I wanted to sell small things because my intent was to sell my house and all my belongings and travel around and sell my stuff as I went. Um, and so little tiny Christmas decorations filled that bill. And what I did is I just started reading everything I could find on that subject. I really liked little tiny Christmas decorations. 
and that helps because it makes reading about them easy. So I think you have to like your subject. It has to be something that you are interested in. And then it just kind of follows that if you read everything you can find, all the books and all the um, uh, information on the Internet, then you eventually become an expert. So I mine, mine is titled, What is an Auto-Attendant Message? Mm. I've gotten 844 <laughs> views, but mm, that's a weird that's title. The, it is, and it did show up in Google, but it was way way, way down at the bottom. Yeah. So I've really learned well, I'm something. I'm not even sure what an auto. What is an auto attended message? Well, an auto attendant is the first message, the first thing a caller to your business hears. It could be your voice saying, "Hi, this is Lee. I'm not in," or your sister-in-law's voice, or your next door neighbor's voice, or your wife or your husband. Um. Remember, especially if maybe, you have a maybe. home, if you have a home business, it's maybe. important for your prospect or customer on the phone to think of you and your company as a professional. So you'd want it to say, "Hi, you've reached Jones Antiques." Da 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 da. You know that kind of thing. That's what an auto attendant. I completely agree with that. But maybe instead of auto attendant, use on hold. Even though no, it's, it's not, different. Really it's different. I, I've also. <laughs> I've also written an on hold guide. Yeah, on hold is what uh-huh. your customer hears when you put them on hold, which well, that's true. which for small businesses is usually nothing, and it's very bad. That's an auto attendant message. My company does those as well, but the auto attendant message is the very first thing they hear. Some companies hire me, Becky and Griff, just to they give me their password, and I just you know lift it up and say, "Hi, you've reached Jones Antiques." Da da da. You know. Sure, yeah. It, that kind of thing. So that's mm-hmm. what an auto attendant is. But anyway, you've taught me. I've got to look for a new a new title. So how does learning about a certain type of item and writing a guide about it help you in terms of sales? Because I know a lot about what I sell, I convey that in my descriptions. Um, I also refer people to my buying guides, and I usually put a lot of information in the descriptions that how to tell the difference between a little tiny hand-carved antique piece and a little tiny hand-carved new piece from Germany. Uh, there are a lot of buyers that are afraid to buy on the Internet because they're afraid they're going to get a reproduction or they're going to get you know, something that is new and being sold as old. And sometimes until you hold it in your hands, you can't really tell. But uh, I can tell, and I make sure that my customers all know that if they buy it for me, it is absolutely positively going to be what is listed in the description. Griff, I don't know if you know this, but no. Becky, who's known as Jones Antiques on eBay, has a feedback score of 16,227, 100% <laughs> positive feedback. Oh, that's some experience right there. And, yeah. and this item that I'm looking at right now is a... Uh, Vintage 1923. She used vintage properly there. She, that's right. Congratulations, Becky. Hi, Mark. Vintage 1923 antique art deco ribbon art craft book. Um, and, and it's, so she's top rated plus on this one. So Becky, you're a fantastic seller. Please come back on the show. I thank you, Becky. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure and we'll have you back on again. This segment was brought to you by Terapeak eBay Market Research to increase your online sales. Up next, gliding into the winner's circle right here on eBay Radio. Your e-commerce business is growing. Sales are multiplying. And you need a shipping solution that can keep up. ShipStation can help. Even when you have multiple selling channels and multiple carrier accounts. 
With ShipStation, fulfilling orders is not only easier, it's faster too. ShipStation is web-based, so you can manage and ship your orders from anywhere you happen to be. And ShipStation lets you automate almost everything. You can import each item's photo, weight, and SKU, email your buyer, promote your other items, even leave feedback. ShipStation also integrates with multiple carriers at competitive rates, letting you ship every item cost-effectively. Wherever you sell, however you ship, ShipStation offers you multiple ways to save time and money. Try ShipStation free for 30 days, no credit card required, at ShipStation.com. That's ShipStation.com. Here's an entrepreneurial tip to help you grow your business. Brought to you by Reply Manager, an inbound message management tool for eBay sellers. Trusting your instincts or gut feelings often leads to success in business and in life. So what is it exactly? Well, it's the library you've been building your entire life. Like the time you were taken by a shady person or that palette of beanie babies you bought after the fact. Gut feelings don't always work well for us when things are moving quickly. So the next time you have to make a decision, stop down and consciously ask yourself, one, do I feel good about this choice? And two, am I listening to past lessons? The answer can save you a lot of aggravation. This entrepreneurial tip was brought to you by Reply Manager, an inbound message management tool for eBay sellers. You know your buyers are shopping mobile these days. That means your listings have to look good on smartphones and tablets, not just on your desktop or laptop. Plus, they've got to set you apart from the crowd. Sally Milo of Milo Design is here to help. As a certified eBay stores designer and longtime eBay seller herself, Sally is uniquely qualified to help you brand your business everywhere your buyers shop. She'll work one-on-one with you to create a custom logo, set up your store pages and profile, and above all, optimize your listings so they look fantastic everywhere from big screens to small. Contact Sally at milodesign.com and mention eBay Radio for an introductory discount. That's milodesign.com for all your logo, design, and branding needs. <laughs> 